Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the August 6th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at number 7, 1749 through 1753 of the Catechism. Article 4. The Morality of Human Acts. 1749. Freedom makes man a moral subject. When he acts deliberately, man is, so to speak, the father of his acts. Human acts, that is, acts that are freely chosen in consequence of a judgment of conscience, can be morally evaluated. They are either good or evil. 1. The Sources of Morality 1750. The morality of a human act depends on the object chosen, the end in view or the intention, the circumstances of the action. The object, the intention and the circumstances make up the sources or constitutive elements of the morality of human acts. 1751. The object chosen is a good toward which the will deliberately directs itself. It is the matter of a human act. The object chosen morally specifies the act of the will insofar as reason recognises and judges it to be or not to be in conformity with the true good. Objective norms of morality express the rational order of good and evil attested by conscience. 1752. In contrast to the object, the intention resides in the acting subject because it lies at a voluntary source of an action and determines it by its end. Intention is an element essential to the moral evaluation of an action. The end is the first goal of the intention and indicates the purpose pursued in the action. The intention is a movement of the will towards the end. It is concerned with the goal of the activity. It aims at the good anticipated from the action undertaken. Intention is not limited to directing individual actions but can guide several actions towards one and the same purpose. It can orient one's whole life towards its ultimate end. For example, a service done with the help and end of helping one's neighbour can at the same time be inspired by the love of God as the ultimate end of all our actions. One and the same action can also be inspired by several intention, such as performing a service in order to obtain a favour or to boast about it. 1753. A good intention, for example that of helping one's neighbour, does not make behaviour that is intrinsically disordered, such as lying and calumny, good or just. The end does not justify the means. Thus the condemnation of an innocent person cannot be justified as a legitimate means of saving the nation. On the other hand, an added bad intention, such as vainglory, makes an act evil that in and of itself can be good, such as almsgiving. Okay, very well. So we have this um, section today. Uh, we'll get into the circumstances. It's the other element tomorrow. But I suppose the importance of this section is to say that our acts are moral. That a human act, the human being, the human person, is a moral being. We are not, yes, we do have instincts, but we are not ruled exclusively by our instincts. We have choices. 
So again, something can be a, a shame and a tragedy, but if it's done by uh, the with unwillingly, it's not a human act. So if you are sleepwalking, and the sleepwalking is not something that you have provoked deliberately, if you sleepwalk and and you're sleepwalking, you go and you rob a bank. It's not a sin. Then if you wake up the next morning, discover that you've got $5 million in, under your bed and you don't give it back, that could be a sin. But the actual thing that you've done ev- uh, un- unintentionally is not a sin. So that if you insult somebody unintentionally, it can be very bad, it can be awkward, it can be embarrassing, but it's not sinful if it's not intentional. And these are the things so that, uh, I don't know, if... Uh, if something causes your body to do something, um, like uh, if there's a fire and the fire physically pushes you out the window and you die from falling out the window of the building that's burning, it's not that you committed suicide. It's that the fire has pushed you out the window. Um, you know, there are these things that uh, that, that happen that, uh, that we can't control. However, there's an awful lot of stuff that we can control. And this is why it says that we need to see that our acts are moral. They're morally good or morally evil. Every act we commit can be good or evil. And we have to discern what, before we do them, we have to discern and commit the good acts and avoid the evil acts. But to get there, we have this um, this help in this section of, of the morality. And we need to see that we have got three things. The object... The end or the intention and the circumstances. We'll be seeing the circumstances a bit tomorrow. But the object is what you're trying to do. Something that you're trying to do or trying to avoid. This is the goal of what you're doing. You know, and everything has a goal. I'm trying to cross the road. So that's that's fine. Uh, but certain and in general, um, in general, the object that we choose uh, can many times be good. Occasionally, there can be an object that's bad. Um, such as I want to commit an abortion, I want to commit adultery, I want to, I don't know, punch this guy and break his nose. I mean, it's it's bad. It's just an evil. And that's it. And no matter, and then it goes on with the intention. And no matter what our intention, uh, an evil act is an evil. So to say I'm going to commit an abortion so that, uh, I don't know, I can save the planet and respect ecology. Again, saving the planet and expecting and respecting ecology is lovely, but uh, doing an abortion to get there is wrong, is evil. And you can't justify, the end does not justify the means. It's not that, well, we'll do this and it doesn't matter, we have much better good coming out of it. No, an evil end is an evil end. An evil action is an evil action. Then the intention, unfortunately, the intention can also make a good act wrong. So, um, I don't know. So I'm going to give uh, a few dollars to a guy who's begging on the street. And I do this uh, so that people can think I'm great. And again, it's lovely. The guy will benefit from your few dollars. But it's not It's not a morally good act because you're doing it to, to, to fund your vain glory. Um, then we'll see later on many many things can be confused and you can be doing it both to help them and so that people praise you. Uh, so these ones we need to see a little bit. But also to see that 
you know, what uh, happens if we have a good intention, um, then, uh, then this is what we need. We need to do a good act with a good intention. So when we have a good object and a good intention, these combine to help make a good, um, a good act. They, they make it morally good. This act becomes morally good when we're doing something good and we're doing it with a good intention. So we need both of these. So while um, the intention can make a good act into uh, something that is morally wrong, morally evil, um, a, a good intention cannot make an act that is morally wrong into a morally good act. So we need to, we need to be careful always and to see why we're doing it and to do it for a good reason, but also to do something good. And uh, again, as we'll see as we go through the catechism, it's not that hard. You don't need to be a rocket scientist. That there are some very simple rules in Christian life and uh, that the Lord helps us. And then there's a whole issue of grace that we've seen many times that helps us to do what is good. So very well. So tomorrow we'll continue and tomorrow we're going to look at 1754 through 1756. God bless.